Hi, this is Scott Herbst. I'm the owner and founder of Six Flex Training and Consulting, and you are listening to Culture Cast, our podcast where we explore what it takes to build a great company culture, engage your workforce, and have your business thrive. Today, I want to talk about this article that nearly made my head explode. Since podcast, I can't share it with you. But it was uh, an interview with Dr. David Graeber, that's G-R-A-E-B-R, and he's an anthropologist at the London School of Economics, and he's recently written a book that theorizes why we have so many, I'm going to use his word, I'm going to try not to swear too much, but why we have so many bullshit jobs that people do. Uh, he says that such a job is one where, were this job eliminated, it really wouldn't matter to the organization. A lot of mental management jobs are like that, he says. And the same is true, he says, for things like corporate lawyers, brand managers, and telemarketers, among others. Um, further, not only do these people have jobs that don't mean anything and could completely be eliminated without anyone missing a beat, but these people are miserable. And they their jobs are unnecessary, they know they're unnecessary, and they're miserable because of it. They don't have a sense of meaningfully contributing. Now, I call bogus. I read this almost immediately after I was giving a talk with a group of business leaders and executives about workforce engagement. During the talk, I did bring up the fact that there are a lot of people in the workforce who would say that my job doesn't matter. So I put the question to them. I asked, do you ever create a job that from your perspective doesn't matter they looked at me like i was crazy like why would you even ask that was what their faces communicated me communicated to me here's where i think dr graber's hypothesis breaks down going only what i read from the interview summarizing his argument his methods seem to mostly constitute first asking people if the job that they do matters and then taking their word for it that they're right. From my perspective, he's an anthropologist, I'm a behavioral psychologist, it isn't that people have jobs that don't matter, it's that they have the experience that their jobs don't matter, and there's a big difference between the two. They look at the work they do for the organization, and they just don't see the difference it makes. Um, that middle managers or people who do jobs where their contribution is difficult to measure, such as brand managers, that they would report this to me isn't an accident. They don't always feel like they're directly impacting first their department and second the organization. When people can't see the impact they're making, of course they're going to feel like they're not making a difference. And that is not a good feeling. So, if you're interested in a massive society, if you're not interested in a massive societal overhaul, as Dr. Graber is, here are some things. I'm going to give you four things you can implement organizationally that will eliminate the BS without actually eliminating any jobs. First, I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. Everyone should have performance metrics. For middle management, these should actually be pretty easy. Look at what the people accountable to them are producing and measure them on their team's production. Now, if you're dealing with someone like a brand manager where things are tougher to measure, make part of their job developing ways of capturing the impact of their efforts. 
do customers experience the brand promise is your brand known in the market if you're worried about your employment brand what are you doing to to capture whether that's being fulfilled now you're going to get some resistance if you say i want you to figure out how to measure the difference your job makes don't say that but if you go to someone knowing what difference you want the job to make with the question here's the difference I want you to make what can we develop that will actually capture the impact you've just given someone a meaningful project and that project capturing those measures are gonna make a difference for the organization second review those metrics regularly this is where things often break down people have metrics but they're not reviewed until first things get bad or annually but the business has numbers coming in all of the time going back to that first point if managers are accountable for the results their teams produce make sure you're reviewing there's people their people's metrics with them if you've given someone a project to explore new ways of measuring things review with them what they're learning as the project develops don't wait until they're done and they're presenting their findings to the broader team in some conference room sit with them and review their thinking regularly until the project completes in either case regular review will let them know that what they're doing matters to you and if it matters to you it communicates that it matters to the company third Review metrics over time. Another common mistake is to only review current measures. But part of a healthy business or a good employee or a good employee is growth. How do this month's numbers compare with the last three and how do they compare with the same time last year? You should be looking at that. When you look at metrics over time, it presences and communicates your employee the fact that the business and the employee are both headed somewhere. Things that matter show progress. Make sure you're marking that progress. Last thing I'm going to leave with you with is four, make sure you're doing what I call a heads-up review, too. I like to say that there are two types of performance reviews. There's a heads-down, and that's where you review the results that the team and the individual produced. In a heads-up review, the focus is on the level up from the employee. If their job does matter, their performance impacted the unit, department, the organization. Show them those results. I promise you most people will appreciate it. I used to organize and host comedy shows in small towns in Nevada when I was in graduate school. And my partner and I, we'd find a location, usually a bar, that had a stage and a sound setup, and we would book the talent and promote the show. You know, I did it because it made me a little extra money, and really I wanted a chance to perform. But at the end of the night, whenever we did a show, I was always interested in how the owner did. That was my best measure of how our promotion efforts worked, and frankly, I wanted to know. As people, we generally care about the bigger difference we're making, and knowing that we make a bigger difference makes a difference. That's it for today. This is a short list. There's a lot more you can do to let people know that their jobs matter. You know, read our blog at sixflextraining.com. But when people's jobs matter and when they have that experience, it will be good news for you. First, your people will be happier. They'll stick around longer. They'll use less sick time. They'll be more pleasant to be around. But there's a business case, too. When people see their work makes a difference, they get more interested in making that difference, and they will get busy making it. That is it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. 
Don't forget to visit our blog, especially if you actually want to read the article I originally cited by David Graber. Um, it is at Six Flex Training. That's S I X F L E X Training dot com. And this was another episode of Culture Cast. Thank you.